Welcome to the Confident Dollar Podcast, where we are seeking to bring confidence and organization to your financial life. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Confident Dollar Podcast. Um, so we've been working through how to teach your kids about money, and um, we've gone, you know, we've gone through elementary school age kids, um, how you can some different concepts you can be teaching them about money and ways that you can be kind of reinforcing just those healthy money boundaries and healthy money concepts like budgeting. Um, saving, investing, really broad concepts that we're taking and trying to make into bite-sized pieces for the specific age group. So the next um, age group, you know, like I said, we did elementary school and pre-K. So the next age group we want to talk about is kind of middle school kids. So what can you be doing for your middle school kids to help teach them about money and just get them on the right path with um, just healthy money habits? So Again, we've been taking those concepts and we're just breaking them down by age group. And so it's going to be a lot of the same things that we talked about with the elementary school age kids, but we're just kind of ramping it up and we're making it a little bit more, um, a little harder, you know, a little bit more challenging in different categories for these middle school age kids now because they're older, they have more responsibility, um, and they're able to understand more. I think one of the biggest things parents do that I see parents do with their kids is undercut their capabilities. So kids are so smart and kids are so capable, so don't undercut their capabilities. So um, same with your middle schooler. They are very capable human beings. Give them that, um, you know, help flourish them in that. Don't hold them back from that. So um, tip number one, uh, I would say, is to start to encourage more earning. So we were doing earning um, with the younger kids. They had a job. They were getting paid with different jobs, and obviously that depended upon, you know, we talked about allowance. We talked about um, outside jobs they can do. They're older now in, in middle school, so they can do bigger jobs. So um, I would say just encourage more earning. That Working is how you make money. That is how this world works. You work to make money. So, um, you know, they can mow lawns, they can babysit, they can, um, sell things, they can flip things. The kids again are very smart and capable. Um, and they have a lot of electronics at their fingertips by this point, even if they don't have their own phone, they have, maybe you have your phone that they could use to flip things. Um, not a bad way to make some money. So I would say encourage more earning at this age and start to get them learning to work harder for the things that they want. Um, also, also a lot of times by this age, the things that they want are more expensive. So, um, they're going to need to earn more in order to, uh, get to purchase those things that they want that are more expensive. Okay. So that's tip number one. Um, step number two or, or tip number two is to, um, start investing a portion of what they're earning into their investment account and start talking about the investing concept. So with the elementary school age kids, we, if you remember, we had the three jars, saving, investing, and spending. Um, this is the same here. You're still working, you're still encouraging them to, you know, work through this and, and have those three categories for their spending. Um, and so their saving jar, or sorry, for their money, three categories for their money, one of them being spending. Their savings jar, we talked about um, starting to invest it when they were elementary school age, but that's still gonna be a hard concept for them to fully understand. So now that they're in junior high and you have them earning more, um, teach them how to invest into their accounts. Again, 
these kids know technology. You can sit down with them. They're going to completely understand, okay, I've linked your bank account here or my bank account. Um, and you can put your money in there and then we can put it into this investment account. This is what you're invested in. This is how these investments have done. Um, and this is how we're going to save this amount for your future. So it's not just sitting in this jar anymore because that's losing money to inflation. Um, and explain that to your kids, but now it's going to be invested and it's going to make you money. So these are pretty simple concepts that most parents are going to be able to explain this to their kid. Um, if this is something you're not comfortable explaining, then um, find an advisor that can help, you know, lead that conversation. Um, but you know, oftentimes you're going to be able to you know, just simple investment strategies to get them investing and understand that when they save that 10%, get it into investments and let that grow for their future. Um, next, I would say um, probably one of the biggest mistakes I see. Um, is start having them pay for more things and increase their responsibility. They are able to work more. They are older. Um, They're able to spend more by for sure. They have a lot of things they want to spend it on. So it only makes sense that you also need to start having to increase the responsibility of what they have to pay for around the house. So, and this looks different for every family. Maybe it's more for if they like to go out with their friends or, you know, going out like they're not going out, out with their friends, but you know what I mean? If they're hanging out with their friends and they go to, you know, ride their bike somewhere to eat that they're purchasing that themselves. Um, or if they do have a cell phone, maybe you have them start to not cover the whole cell phone bill, but they have to pitch in $20 a month for it or something. Um, start have, start increasing that responsibility because you need to start, you need to keep them in reality that the older they get, the more responsibilities they have. And, um, and those responsibilities, costs money. And so we talked about before with elementary school age kids, it's slowly working through their budget as far as their need, their wants and their, and their needs. Um, but if you just let them only spend their money on their wants all the time, they're not going to learn. That's not reality. That's not what we get to do as adults. And I understand we don't want them to grow up super fast. We want them to enjoy their childhood and be able to do stuff like that when they're younger. So I'm not saying have them pay for everything, um, to use all their money, but you definitely want to start increasing their needs as their responsibility grows so that they understand they have a little bit more needs. So they have less money they have to earn to fulfill those needs, but they also, so they need to earn extra in order to get the wants that they want. If that makes sense. Hopefully that was clear. Um, so you need to have them start paying for more things and increase that responsibility. And again, like I said, in the beginning of this podcast, kids are super capable. Don't hold them back from that. Um, don't cripple them in that they're very capable uh, human beings. And, and so let them flourish in that and be capable, um, to increase their, their needs that they need to spend on. Um, and then the last one I would say at about a certain age, a lot of banks will allow, um, those first bank accounts, um, where you're a custodian, the parents are custodian on the account, and then the kid has, you know, their bank account and they have a debit card. So this is a really good time for them to start learning how a debit card works. Um, so then you can teach them how a credit card works after that, but give them a debit card, give them a bank account and start having them responsible to spending off a debit card, which means they're going to need to know how much they have in their bank account in order to spend on a debit card. They can't just, you know, kids need to start understanding that when you swipe that it takes money out of something. That's a hard concept for them to understand when they're younger. Um, but junior high is a great place for them to start actually having to practice that with their own debit card and bank account. So I would say, look at your local credit union. Um, have they a lot of times have good programs for this and I've seen 12, 13 is about the age that they will kind of do those first accounts. Um, and get that first bank account opened. 
um, and give them that card. It gives them a little freedom, like I said, in their spending, but they're going to have to build in the discipline of not overspending because it's not a credit card that they're going to hit that limit if they just keep swiping that card. Um, so these are, I would say, a few tips I would recommend for you to use for your middle school kids to keep reinforcing money, healthy money habits and healthy money concepts. Um, again, this is not just um, talking about these things. These are practical ways you can start implementing budgeting at their level, saving and investing at their level, spending at their level um, in ways that they can understand and comprehend and just start to build upon that. So again, we'll talk about high school next time and how we're building on these concepts for high school before these kids are out of the house and on their own. Um, but these are really good practical things you can be doing with your middle schooler. So um, implement these, try them out, and then give me some feedback and let me know how you feel like they're working for your kid or things you may have noticed or... Um, or things you thought would be more helpful. Um, that would be good feedback to hear how it works for you guys and how these are going as you implement them for their kids. So um, thanks for tuning in and hope you guys have a great day. Lauren Gage is a registered representative with and securities offered through LPL Financial member FINRA SIPC. The opinions voiced in this podcast are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a decision. Individual tax and legal matters should be discussed with your tax or legal professional. Economic forecasts set forth may not develop as predicted and there can be no guarantee that strategies promoted will be successful. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into, into directly. There is no assurance that the techniques and strategies discussed are suitable for all investors or will yield positive outcomes. The purchase of certain securities may be required to affect some of the strategies. Investing involves risk, include, including loss of principal.